Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and we also have our host, Frank Selby, Fish on Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan, and our host, Frank Selby, will be on in a couple of minutes. He's uh, trying to get back in, uh, fr- off the stream. Uh, is that uh, Frank? Okay. Oh, Frank, you're on time. Frank. Yeah. Well, I, I hope you're still alive. I know the yeah, last week well, you really had to push through. I am. I went to the doctor. They said if I'd have waited a couple more days, I'd have pneumonia. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, you don't want to do that. Hey, Frank, we've only got a couple minutes. Let's use it wisely before we go on. I want to talk about some deals that we're offering our listeners that is absolutely, positively incredible. First of all, Snowbee um, are running some ads, and they want to find out if they work. So what they want to do is give a 20% discount for anyone that uh, just uses the discount code FISHTALK. And their stuff is so good and so inexpensive. You could get a complete um, combo with... For 149 Well, <laughs> for... Uh, now this is a this is quality stuff. I mean, it's not high end, but it's quality. Lifetime warranty on the rod, and it's a you know it's not the top of the line reel, but it's good and it does exactly what it's supposed to do. So you get a rod, a reel, the line, and uh, if someone wants to purchase that, I think I know somebody that might give them a couple of flies. So let's uh, go to Snowbee. We'll talk some more about it. And also, we have a trip coming up we're going to talk about that's absolutely incredible. It's uh, to a high-end lodge in Ketchikan we haven't been to before. It's called uh, Salmon Falls. And you look it up, and it is incredible. Beautiful. I looked at it. Beautiful. Anyway, uh, if you call the lodge, if you call the lodge and book the trip, it's about thirty-three hundred dollars and worth every penny. We're going to offer it to our listeners for twenty-one hundred dollars, and that includes a full-day charter, transportation, all inclusive. So pay close attention to that. I mean, if you if you don't go on this trip, then you don't want to go to Alaska. So I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Anyway, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and see if we can uh, get going. We'll be back with you in just a couple of minutes. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. With a long pedigree, the Snow Bee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snow Bee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snow Bee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who is the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. WhiteMountainBusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228 That's 928-228-9228. I've done it for literally thousands, and I can do it for you. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we also have our host, Frank Selby, who fortunately is still alive. (laughs) But uh, we don't know about next week, right, Frank? Yeah, yeah, you got a pretty good idea. Yeah. Anyway, and we have our, we have our good friend Steve Lynch, co-owner of ProCure, and ProCure. Gosh, how long has that been around, Steve? I remember it from Since years. Nineteen eighty-four. Yeah. And uh, you know the original ProCure is if you wanted to cure your own salmon eggs or whatever it was you wanted to use for bait, but they've come a long ways and they are huge. How many different uh, varieties of uh, scents do you have? So we, we have about 430 different SKUs right now. <laughs> now, is that SKUs or how many, how many different types of scents? Uh, well, yeah, so of scents, we, we probably have 140 yeah. uh, scents. And then in that, we have it in different sizes and shapes. Right. right. Uh, I got one quick question. Yes. You, you got the sand, uh, the sand crab uh, scent? There's those we do not things. have sand crab. We have blue crab and shedder crab, Whoa. but not a sand crab. Well, well, sand crab don't smell. Yes, they do. Do they? Okay. Well, and unfortunately, we have to find a commercial harvesting, somebody that's actually yeah. harvesting the bait to purchase it from them. So mm-hmm. some baits, if no one's harvesting them, it's just not possible for us to get our hands on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you, and you buy by the truckload. Uh, we usually start out with a few thousand pounds, and we go from there. But yeah, yeah, just to make sure that we, you know, we can stabilize it, you know. And uh, 
and then get a good marketplace for it. And then it'll go up from there, you know, to 10,000. Uh, you know, like on the eggs, we're probably 40,000 pounds a year. Wow. Salmon eggs, just for the wow. cure and crush. Wow. Uh-huh. Well, the reason that you've gotten so big, it's not hard to figure out. It's it works. It works, exactly. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, when my people don't catch it, yeah, when my people aren't catching fish, I will put a little scent on a, on a fly for them, and they start catching them. Mm-hmm. Now, when you put scent on a fly, I, as I recall, uh, Steve, you use a water-based. You so want water-soluble. Uh, water, we, we do a, a true fish oil, and we run it through a special machine at about 15,000 RPMs to put a binding agent. Oh. And that takes that oil and makes it water-soluble. Oh. So it won't mat the, fl- the fly down and turn yeah. it just a big snot ball going down the river. It'll mm-hmm. still flutter and breathe. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it'll look like a real bug. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is, we've talked about it before, but I still, I'm not real clear. Now, fish, um, their sensories are different than ours. Now, from what I understand, when there's no light... A human eye cannot see, but they can. I mean, you go down 30, 40, 50 feet, and a fish can still see, but there's no light down there, no white light. Correct. They're seeing the ultraviolet, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's why we're putting the UV in all of our products. Uh-huh. So we cannot see it unless we have a special light, uh, but yet the fish can see it. So even mm-hmm. on, if it's fishing down deep or murky water, uh, you know, the fish can still see it. Now, sense of smell. I mean, they, uh, fish have a nose, but my I don't think that they breathe through their nose and get the scent. But uh, give us an idea about how they pick up the scent. Well, the, the, the different species actually do different ways. Uh, uh, they have a, a, a sensory nostril that they can smell, usually right close by their nose. Mm-hmm. Some do through their gills. Uh, so they're all different ways, just depending on which species of fish. Well, I know the lateral lines on fish are uh, uh, used for different perceptions. Uh, Correct. Does that is that does that include scent? Uh, you know, I'm not 100 percent sure. I've read articles uh, that are convincing both ways. So, you know, I I personally believe they do, but but then there are some out there saying that it's false. Okay. Uh, so I've read articles on both ways, so I'm not 100% certain on that. Mm-hmm. But, but that's the, a very good question. The, the other thing is that, you know, a dog, um, you know, their sense of smell is like 50 times ours. But when you put the scent in the water, you know, you hear about, you know, sharks coming to blood. Correct. And, and I've witnessed um, halibut. You know, if you go up there and you're there's somebody on a, their halibut spot, and you come up there within a quarter mile of their boat, they get very upset. They the re- do. The reason for the reason for that is because they they've got to, you know they take a whole half of a salmon or something and drop it down with uh, what you call the butt juice, which stands for halibut juice. By the way, <laughs> we didn't we're not being rude, but uh, sure that I don't name it. I just sell it, John. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what that does, it puts out a scent trail, mm-hmm. and that's what you know they can pull them in from quite a far distance. So that's why they uh, my get understanding is it's about a mile, but. It, that, you know, that's it's what, certainly, yeah. That's a, the average rule of thumb. If you, especially like up in Canada and Alaska, if you get within a 
within sight of another boat, man, they'd come unglued. Yeah. You know, if they're anchored up and have a scent trail going, you try to get within a mile of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't have that fortune here on the Oregon coast. I mean, we're we're 60 feet, 70, 80 feet apart, mm-hmm. you know, on the days that let us go out. So there's just so much boat traffic, we can't get that kind of space. Mm-hmm. But in Alaska and Canada, they, they get a little grumpy if you get yeah. too close to them. That's for sure. Well, and it, what you do is you put the scent out, and it might take 15, 20 minutes for them to, to come in and find it. And, you know, obviously you're fishing at slack tide because you don't want a strong current. And, you know, normally you use, uh, you go out and catch some pinks or rupees or something, and then, you know, the small ones you cut in half, the bigger ones you cut in thirds. So you got three, four pounds of uh, salmon sitting on the bottom of the ocean. And and with the, the scent on it, it disperses throughout the water. And the halibut, that's what they do, is the salmon that grew up river and die, and then they can washed out into the ocean, and the, that's what the halibut eat. So it's, I take uh, it you've done it a time or two. You're, once, you're, you're pretty well spot on. Yeah, once or twice, yeah. Yes. But, uh, and then, you know, if you're there for an hour and you don't get a bite, then you should probably try something else. But, you know, you put it down and let a chance for the bait to work. So if you come up too close to another boat and you put your scent out, then it's going to draw their fish away. Correct. And, yeah. And, uh, but it's, uh, it, 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 all I can say is that, uh, I've been to Alaska 15 times in the last 15 years, and it's uh, everybody has it. All the people that know what they're doing, they've got, and they don't buy the two ounce bottles either. No, they're they're buying a lot of the outfitters and guides are. You know, we sell, we put it up in half gallon, one gallon containers for them. But even in the Safeway stores up there, the cars is what they call them. They're selling the eight ounce bottles of it, mm-hmm. uh, right it by the motor oil and mm-hmm. you know the car accessory parts. So yeah. uh, it's pretty much in every supermarket, gas station mart, uh, and, and of course sporting goods throughout Alaska. Yeah. Yes. But uh, what can I say? <laughs> Obviously, it works. So if anybody is interested, now it doesn't have to be halibut. Um, you've got there are certain things. Well, squid, for example, uh, I believe that I've heard that something like seven percent of the biomass of all fish in the ocean are squid, and squid is a universal bait. You, it is. You can use I mean, it. we sell squid uh, California all the way up uh, through Florida. And uh, in Baja, it's the favorite. So it's uh, you know from Baja to Alaska to Florida. And, yes. and it's, uh, you know, again, it works. But then you're in specific places, especially off where we are with uh, sardines and anchovies. Um, that's the the premier bait around here. Correct. In the northwest, you know, like you said, from, from Mexico through California, Oregon, Washington, and Canada, you know, they all get the uh, the anchovy, the herring, and the sardine rice. Uh-huh. So those are, those are a great scent. You know, and then we buy specialty baits. Uh, you know, we have a blend we do just for the calico bass in yeah. Southern California. Yeah. Uh, but we have baits that we do and process for the Florida and the, and the Southeast market as well, like the mullet okay. and Hayden. Uh, Steve, fish. unfortunately, we're out of time again. But it's, I hate oh, when that happens. I know. I, the problem is I get, quick. I get you on and we got so much more to talk about, so that's why we keep bringing you back. But uh, we appreciate uh, sharing that information with us. And it's pretty easy. It's, you know, pro-cure.com, right? 
Yes, sir. And That's all you need. And uh, you can None find of every it major anywhere. retailer does sell it. Right. Okay, Steve, we appreciate that, and we'll be talking to you soon. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Yeah, back to work on passionate sports fishermen who value first-class fishing experiences paired with personalized service and amenities, all-inclusive Salmon Falls Fishing Resort on the Inland Passage reinvents the Ketchikan fishing getaway. Guests enjoy exceptional gourmet cuisine, superior fishing excursions, fully guided charter or self-guided in center console boats accommodating three anglers, updated guest rooms, and suites. On-site fishing processing to clean, freeze, and pack your catch. Rooms range from log cabin rustic to modern. Our 52 rooms offer the ultimate in comfort after a long day of sightseeing, fishing, and exploring Ketchikan. Non-anglers love Salmon Falls, too. Shopping along Creek Street, kayaking, hiking, whale watching, or gathering around our fire pits with a hot beverage. All at prices less than expected. Just pull up Salmon Falls Resort in your search engine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar. Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. With a long pedigree, the snow Bee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snow Bee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snow Bee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. A full surface fly shop. His and her Fly Fishing offers FFI certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of fishhunttalkradio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google his and her fly fishing. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Yes, this is John Hennigan, and we have our host, Frank Selby, who's uh, hanging in there. He's a, he's, yeah. a, he's a trooper. He's almost dead, but he's not there yet. <laughs> and then we... Anyway, apparently, you know, he wasn't feeling well last week or the last couple of weeks, but turns out he's got pneumonia. But he's a tough old bird, so I'm not worried about him. And we, we have also, we have uh, Mark Wild, 
And I'll let Frank and, and Mark talk for a little bit about some interesting things and in fly fishing and what they do, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Thank you. Well, hi, uh, hi, Mark. Uh, first thing you want to do is get your website out. Okay. So, do you want me to, I should mention that now? Right now. Yeah, unclejammers.com. That's a strange, what's the story behind that? Well, you know, you kind of have to book a trip with me to get the full story. <laughs> <laughs> I like but, that. Uh, but uh, I will tell you that I bought the business 20 years ago, and the name came with it. Mm-hmm. And um, I spent a lot of time trying to think of something else more creative and simply couldn't. And uh, everywhere I go, people forget my name, but yeah. they remember Uncle Jammers. Hey, so. Uncle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, that actually, it's uh, the website is Uncle uh, now there's It's just uh, all run together, right? Rec- Uncle Jammer. UncleJammersVT.com. Uncle Jammer VT is the email. Oh, okay. UncleJammers.com is oh, the okay. website. Oh, okay. Well, that's simple. Uncle yeah. Jammers. Yeah. It's yep. easy you to remember. You got it both. UncleJammers.com. And mm-hmm. uh, check in with that. Um, tell us about what type of uh, things that you do as a, as a, uh, uh, a guide. Yeah, well, I, you know, my my true love in fly fishing, of course, is trout, and we have some phenomenal wild brook trout fishing in some very scenic rivers here. Uh, well, you say but, here. Uh, Tell us where you are. Well, I'm in I'm in northwestern Vermont. Uh-huh. Um, about a ha- I'm based a half hour north of Burlington, um, but cover the north central part of the state predominantly mm-hmm. at this time. I hope to expand in, in the near future. But right now, I'm keeping it in that local area. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I know, I know the water is high right now. So, what's the best time for us to come back and fish? You know, on a, a typical year, if there is such a thing anymore, um, <laughs> May and June, and then September and October, I think, are phenomenal months to, to fish here. And then in October, you get to see a lot of changing of the season. The all the different colors oh yes the foliage is beautiful that time of year and um i'm really passionate about some of our great landlocked salmon streams that we mm-hmm. have here in vermont mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now just this is really off the ball but do you have maple trees there yes oh yes mm-hmm. um, Maple sugaring season is just wrapping up right now, in fact. Okay. It's been you know, a very good season. I've, I've never yeah. experienced it, but you just basically make a, a, a wound in the bark with a V and put a cup underneath it and let it drip in. Is that how it works? You know, that's the old-fashioned way. Now, nowadays, you, you insert uh, what's called a, a spout or a spile, and um, most bigger producers then put a plastic pipeline on that and actually draw it down to their collecting point with a vacuum system. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, i tell you what, that stuff isn't cheap, but it sure is good. Oh, it is good. It's mm-hmm. worth every every penny. Matter yeah. of fact, isn't Canada, I mean, we used to be on the gold system, but isn't Canada on maple syrup system or <laughs> back like, seriously? <laughs> no, I, you know, interesting point. Um, they could be. They are, Vermont is the number one producer in the United States, but Canada, specifically Quebec, 
is the number one maple syrup producer in the world. Yeah, no, I think they, they you know, they got the maple syrup standard. It's like, you know, yeah. they got maple syrup stocked like, you know, we have gold at Fort Knox. Yeah, exactly, yes. They've got a lot of it stockpiled for sure. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Well, Mike, uh, do you still do FFF teaching? Yes, I do. Um, in fact, I really, really am passionate about teaching fly fishing and fly casting and maintain my FFF um, casting certification. And yeah. I'm fortunate also to work at the Wolf School of Fly Fishing as one of their staff instructors. Yeah, I kind of remembered that. That's why I was asking you. Mm-hmm. I have, now they call us FFI. Right. Yep. Fly Fishing International. But I still call myself FFF. Yeah, and I, I still use the old logo as well. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, you mentioned that you mentioned that your favorite fly fishing is trout. And, you know, I don't know about uh, Alaska, but I think you'd probably be able to fish trout in any state in the United States. Would you agree with that? Pretty much, I think. I, I don't know of a state where you can't find a stream somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and trout. No, Alaska for sure. Yeah, and maybe yeah. Florida. I don't know if they have you know much there, but you know, you, you're, 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 uh, as I said, I don't know. Yeah, but, Hawaii uh, would be hard uh, pressed. Yeah, but uh, anyway, the point is, you're never far from it. Right, right. And and where I'm located, um, I'm right on the, near the western border of Vermont. Mm-hmm. I enjoy getting over into New York quite often and mm-hmm. fish for trout and steelhead as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, here in Vermont, you know, we've got some great trout fishing, and in my immediate area, some phenomenal uh, warm water fishing. And I particularly enjoy getting out for species like gar and bowfin at times, and as well as smallmouth bass. Oh, by the I way, I will send you a couple of flies. Okay, I don't. My crawdad pattern. Oh, nice. Okay. Mark, I don't want to interrupt anything, but there's just something I'd like to mention about our website. Sure. Uh, Frank has come up with an idea, and within the next week or two, hopefully, we're going to have a adventure directory, mm-hmm. so that if somebody wants to fish anywhere in the country. Um, they just east of the Rockies and west of the Rockies. Um, now everything in the directory is going to have people that we choose, people that we know. We're not just going to take you know ads from somebody that uh, you know that wants to get on the page. You know they have to pass our test because we you know guarantee their their satisfaction. But I think it's a great idea. So you can go to our uh, adventure website, and if you want to go to uh, it would be Baja, Alaska, and Exotics, Vermont. or East of the Rockies and West of the Rockies. Mm-hmm. And whatever type of, uh, you know, if you want to go fishing or hunting, you'll be able to just go there, and you'll have some of the top outfitters that will take good care of you at a reasonable price and give you what you paid for. Oh, I think uh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a wonderful idea. So, that's, so do I. Yeah. yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's so many to choose from these days. It's good to have some kind of a, you know, a clearinghouse, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll hopefully have that up in the next couple of weeks, and we'll start it up and just let it grow. Nice. Because, you know, the amount of people like you that, you know, we know and talk to, we can recommend you. And then mm-hmm. we'll just uh, put you up there, and and uh, if anybody wants to go, gee, I want, a, I want an adventure. Where do I want to go? Well, just look at the webpage, and it'll help you decide. Outstanding. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds great. Good. 
okay. Well, that's my paid commercial announcement. Okay, I got one other, another question. Sure, Frank. Uh, during the winter, do you sneak down to a little bone fishing? Oh, yes. You've looked at my website, I bet. Yeah, I, I no, certainly do. I know. Hey, I always know what my friends do. <laughs> yeah, I I do love bone fishing and um, actually have what I jokingly refer to as a second home in the Bahamas. Oh, there's yeah, there's I don't I don't truly have one, but there's a lodge that I um, very comfortable going to on Andros every year and uh, love getting out on the flats, just waiting around by myself and experimenting and you know. Owning my own mistakes, but celebrating my own successes, mm-hmm. we'll say. Well, Bahamas for sure, but do you, is there bonefish in Vermont? No, no bonefish yeah, in okay. Vermont. All right. no, no. Yeah, all right. Well, we do have so. them in California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ten years ago, they called me a liar. Now everybody knows we have them in San Diego, Newport yeah. Beach, hmm. yeah. so nice. Long Beach. And uh, my favorite place, if I sat on the air, I'd have to kill everybody that was listening. No, Frank, uh, bone, bonefish, aren't they normally, I've never done it, but aren't they normally in warmer water, shallow water, and uh, yes. a lot of sandy beach? Uh, that's true, but San Diego Harbor, right there by uh, the Coronado Bridge, I caught them in the 60s. Uh-huh. And we still catch them. Huh. And then in Newport, we have two places we can fish. One place we can't fish because they have changed our rules yeah. of protection. Yeah. Well, it's, it said normally you'd you'd find them a lot of them in Florida, and then of course uh, down into the Caribbean and you know some of the the islands down there. But uh, um, now, why are bonefish so popular? You know, I they have. Really- Go ahead. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah. Well, I can only speak for myself, but I, I love the challenge. Um, I, I, I'm a growing bone fisherman, we'll say. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm always leaving every trip with something new I learn, but mm-hmm. something I need to improve upon on my next visit. So I'm, so assuming, I'm assuming that they're not that easy to catch and they fight hard. That would be true, yes. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. easy to catch, and they mm-hmm. do fight hard. Yep. Okay. Well, we've only got about a minute left. If you want to uh, bring something else up, Mark, we'd appreciate it. And Well, we, yeah. We are going to give your uh, email site another chance, which is Uncle Jammers, J-A-M-M-E-R-S, Uncle Jammers. That's uh, the website. Yep. And dot, and the, email, dot com. the email is UncleJammerVT. At AOL.com. Yeah. Well, get in yep. touch with you. you got some interesting stuff, and you can take them out there. And you do primarily fly fishing, right? Primarily fly fishing. That's okay. correct. And mm-hmm. a lot of fly fishing instruction. Okay. Well, that sounds perfect. I could use some of that. But Frank will take care of me. Anyway, Mark, we appreciate you coming on, and we'll uh, talk to you again soon. The road. 
road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. A full-service fly shop, his and her fly fishing, offers FFI certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google his and her fly fishing. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV. View the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one. All while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we also have our host, Frank Selby. And we've got a special person that we've talked about this subject, but we've got somebody on that is a, probably a specialist or certainly an expert in this particular type of fishing. And this is something that you can do at East Coast, West Coast, South Coast, and it's becoming more and more popular. And we have Bill Varney. Frank, would you like to introduce him? Yeah, Bill has been around Orange County for a lot of years, and we do a lot of shows together. And I'm proud to call him a friend. No, that's great. You got a lot of well, friends. Well, thank you, Frank. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, well, you use my fan crabs a lot, so I really love you. Now, <laughs> a couple of questions, Bill. What we're going to be talking about is surf fishing. 
And, you know, if you're in, you know, uh, Ohio, you probably don't do much of that. But on any coast, uh, fly fish is becoming more and more popular. Now, do you do primarily only fl- um, surf fly fishing? No. Um, no, no, I do both fly and bait fishing mm-hmm. in the surf fly. Certainly fly lures and, and bait fishing, depending on where we are and what time of year it mm-hmm. is. Well, one of the things about surf fishing that I've come to learn is that you don't have to throw it 100 feet. You don't have to get it out on the other side of the breakers. Because if you're standing in the surf, they're probably swimming between your legs. That, that's exactly right. I, I would say 90% of the fish are within about 60 feet of the shore mm-hmm. where you're standing. And some of the biggest fish I've ever caught, like uh, an example would be like 11-pound spotfin croaker, would maybe be in just four or five inches of water, very, very shallow water where they come in to feed and to hide. Well, talking about coming to feed, it's, you know, usually uh, you're looking for, I mean, of course, if you can find some rocks and you get some boilers uh, and, you know, get some of that, but primarily you're looking for a flat, sandy beach. Is that right? We're fishing mostly flat, sandy beaches, and we're also fishing areas where there's sand adjacent to rock structures, so mm-hmm. near jetties, harbor openings, estuaries, the entrance to estuaries, mm-hmm. and then just the open beach. All of those places provide good surf fishing, and it's mm-hmm. all determined by what the topography is. And once you get to learn, once you learn, I should say, um, what to look for mm-hmm. as far as, as troughs and holes and currents and rip currents and such, you'll be very, very successful regardless of what beach you're on. Uh, two quick points. First of all, the part of the reason they're in such shallow water is the waves come in and go out. There's these little critters that live in the sand. They're called sand crabs, and fish love them. And if when the water goes out and you see these like a little, almost like a little uh, dot or, you know, uh, underneath the sand, what do you call it? Anyway, like a little v, V-shaped. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what you do is you just dig underneath a little bit, and you'll find some sand crabs. And it's probably the most effective bait that you can use in the surf. Is that correct? Well, you know, it's, sand crabs are probably one of the best baits to use in the surf anywhere in the world. Um, if you go to the East Coast, they're, they're referred to as sand fleas, or down along the Texas coast, they're referred to as sand fleas. On the West Coast, they're referred to as sand crabs, same, same uh, creature. And then if you go to tropical climates, you'll find them there also. So if you go to Hawaii or Fiji or Mexico, you'll find sand crabs in those areas. Yeah. And they usually occur in three uh, basic groups. Sand crabs that live in water that is below 60 degrees. So you'd find those on the West Coast anywhere from Santa Barbara to Seattle, let's say. And then sand crabs that live above 60 degrees, so about 60 to 70 degree uh, crabs. And you'll find those from um, Los Angeles all the way down to, well, probably about halfway down the Baja Peninsula. And then once you get below the Baja Peninsula near tropical climates like Hawaii or Fiji or, or Mexico, Guatemala, you'll find them there also and they incur in water all the way up to 95 degrees. Mm-hmm. They have slight variations in their look, but really they're the same creature, and they just work great for bait. Mm, yeah, the fish love them. And if you get a fish and, and open it up, you'll probably find a, a lot of sand crabs in there, and that's, you know, that, that's why they work so well. And I think Frank ties a, a sand uh, crab pattern uh, on the flies he makes, don't you, Frank? Yeah, I've been tying it for over 50 years. And it works? It works. Yeah. Ask Bill. Yeah. Yes. 
But uh, a couple of quick questions. We mentioned that, you know, when you're surf fishing, you don't have to throw it out past the breakers. Because, you know, like you, what you say, like 60% are in, you know, right swimming under your feet. Right, that's right, within 50 feet of shore. And, and the reason that they're doing that is because, number one, they have a, have a place to hide. If they're outside the surf line where the water is really clear, larger fish, particularly sharks, oh. uh, rays and stuff, will, will eat them. But, but maybe more importantly, inside the surf lo- zone, when the waves break, it turns up the bottom, which turns up clams and crabs worms, mm-hmm. other forms of food for them, mm-hmm. and that's where they can sit and feed. Well, you know, where the food is, that's where the fish are. And that's b- right. Big, big fish eat little fish. Exactly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing I'd like to ask you, we don't have a lot of time, but uh, when you're out there, um, how do you read the water? In other words, if you get a little bit of a dip or uh, what do you call it? Help me out, Frank. Just in, the, you can kind of look uh, and see trough. different spots. The Cardina yeah. Highway, uh-huh. the backwash. Yeah. So what is it you, when oh. you're when, when you're on walking down the beach? Where do you decide and go fishing? What do you, what are you looking for? Well, you know, we're always looking for anomalies in the sand bottom. So if I was to walk down the beach and there was a jetty there, for example, I'd just fish right along the edge of where the rocks underwater touch the sand, and right on that edge is where the fish are going to be. But in general, we're going to be fishing on open beach, so we're always looking for anomalies in the sand, like a trough, a hole, a depression. And these troughs are created every single day by waves. When the wave breaks, the the inertia from the wave upsets the bottom and, and basically carves a trough in it. Mm-hmm. This is where fish like to hide, and this is also where their food is. So the first thing I would do is if I was to go there at low tide, I'd walk along the beach and I would look for depressions. And they may be 3 feet wide and 100 feet long, or they may be 10 feet wide and 30 feet long. They'll be different sizes and shapes. And then I'll turn back and I'll line that up with something permanent on shore like a light pole or a house. And then I'll go back at higher tide when it's covered with water and I'll cast right to that area after mm-hmm. lining myself up. Oh. So well, at uh, low tide, it's, it's easy. At high tide, I just watch the swimmers and surfers when they go in and out of the water. And if I see them dip down close to shore and then come oh. back up, you know, out of the water, I'll fish the there. The Corbina oh. Highway. That's oh. right. That's right. Well, is, there, is it more successful to fish at low tide or high tide? Well, it depends on what type of beach you're on. If, if you're on a dredged beach, so those would be beaches where they've gone and they've dredged it in order to make the beach wider, they'll normally fish best at high tide, so two hours before high tide to two hours after. But if you go to places where the beach is still in its natural state and has been that way for a million years, you'll find that both high and low tide may be good. But most of the time we have found that about an hour after low tide up toward high tide is the best time to fish mm-hmm. those beaches because as each successive wave comes in, the fish ride those waves in looking for food, and they're really brought right up the beach mm-hmm. to you. Well, of course, yeah. you know, the farther south you go, the less tide there is. But uh, yes. is it uh, um, the, where was it, um, you know, slack tide, is, did that make a difference? Well, you know, yeah, you sit down and have something to eat. 
Right. You know, a lot of times with slack tide, many fish in the surf, like perch and corbina and spotfin, yellowfin, croaker, they don't feed a lot at a slack tide period because there's not much water moving. Mm-hmm. But fish that do feed at that period, and, and, and that's the only time to, to fish for those fish, are halibut. Any oh, yeah. slack tide period, half an hour before mm-hmm. high, to half an hour after, half an hour mm-hmm. before low, to half an hour after, is a great time to fish for halibut because they are generally buried in the sand and they are not, or flounder, mm-hmm. and they are not going to come out of that sand unless something comes right to them. So when there's very little water movement, they're willing to go out and strike something. Mm, okay. When the water and the current is moving, they're not because they're like a kite, and they will catch that current and it'll take them, you know, feet away from where they want to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, halibut, I guess you could use, you know, sand crab for everything, but uh, normally around here we use uh, anchovies. Right. And, and, of course, in Frank's world, in fly fishing, the clouser minnow, particularly like the chartreuse and white or the red and white, um, deceivers, really any fly that resembles a, a small fry, which would be, in this case, they're usually um, baby barred uh, surf perch. Anything that kind of looks like that and is shiny is effective for halibut in the yeah. surf. Oh, i got to tell you a quick story about Frank. We were in Alaska last year, and he brought his fly rod. He says, I'm going to catch a halibut on a fly. And I said, Frank... If anybody can do it, you can, but you don't catch halibut on a fly rod. You know, first of all, they're deep, and, uh, you know, they don't go for flies. And you can bring it and try it if you want to, and if anybody can do it, you can. But I don't think you get got much luck at it. Well, guess what? <laughs> you know the rest of the story. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, anyway, I didn't want to slow you down. we got less than a minute. So I don't know if there's anything else you want to slide in there. Yeah, his website. Um, yeah, the only thing I would suggest to folks is, is if they want more information about surf fishing, they can always go to my site, which has um, articles, educational videos, tides, information, and that is fishthesurf.com. Oh, I love websites that are easy to remember. Fish the Surf. How can you forget that? Fishthesurf.com. Easy to remember. Mm -hmm. And then you also do guiding. I do. I don't. I didn't do guiding so much, but we do seminars in the summer mm-hmm. um, in the West Coast. Yeah, and you're and in we Southern do about California. Nine of them, yeah. where we take folks right down on the beach. We okay. usually have a group of about fifty to sixty folks. We yeah. supply all the bait, all the instruction. We take you right to the sand, and we show exactly how to surface. Okay, so well that's it. We're, we're, we're out. So just go to uh, uh, really difficult fishthesurf.com, and we'll be right back with you. Go to our website, and you can listen to the show as many times as you want. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. 
Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who was the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people, and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. WhiteMountainBusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228 That's 928-228-9228 I've done it for literally thousands and I can do it for you. It's a big one. For passionate sports fishermen who value first-class fishing experiences paired with personalized service and amenities, all-inclusive Salmon Falls Fishing Resort on the Inland Passage reinvents the Ketchikan fishing getaway. Guests enjoy exceptional gourmet cuisine, superior fishing excursions, fully guided charter or self-guided in center console boats accommodating three anglers, updated guest rooms, and suites. On-site fishing processing to clean, freeze, and pack your catch. Rooms range from log cabin rustic to modern. Our 52 rooms offer the ultimate in comfort after a long day of sightseeing, fishing, and exploring Ketchikan. Non-anglers love Salmon Falls, too. Shopping along Creek Street, kayaking, hiking, whale watching, or gathering around our fire pits with a hot beverage. All at prices less than expected. Just pull up Salmon Falls Resort in your search engine. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have our host, Frank Selby. I'm here. Okay, and we also have our good friend, uh, Frank Bird from Snowbee. Uh, now, if Frank and Frank, if you don't mind, I'd like to start off real quick with a, an announcement. Is that uh, we have put together with our sponsors... Some incredible, incredible deals. You're, it's 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 amazing. The first one is we've worked a deal with Salmon Falls Resort for an all-inclusive trip, and it's actually on the Vieira Island, Ketchikan. You don't have to get on a float plane, but I, it's the probably the finest resort in Ketchikan, and it I would consider it close to a four-star. But uh, a high-end restaurant, and this is a uh, all-inclusive trip with uh, one day of full charter. In Alaska, they usually get three seventy-five, four hundred for just one person, and then uh, you'll have uh, five nights, four days. So you have one day on a full charter, three days on an eighteen-foot center console uh, that can take up to three people. And you're your own guide. Come and go as you please. And you don't have to go far. You put your line in the water as soon as you leave the dock. But uh, 
and then if you want to go into town, they get a shuttle service. If you want to go out for four, six hours and come back in and go into town, that's fine. Um, but this trip, if you were to, it's a very reasonably priced for what it is. And if you were to book it through the resort, it'd be about $3,300. We're offering it to our listeners for 2100 and you know the charter is like 375 worth that is it's an unbelievable if you don't do this then you don't want to go to alaska but if you do i don't know if we're going to be able to do this again next year or not so we want people it, it's, we've just kind of put it together in the last couple of weeks so we need people to get in touch with us it'll be july 28th until august second or something like that it's uh, five days four nights so you need to get in touch with me because we expect to sell out very quickly and there's limited rooms but for this situation and this price um, Jenny just raised her hand I'm going and uh, you know I just started to mention it to a few people without even promoting it and they go oh yeah I could do that and if you got a paper route you can do that but it is high-end and normally in Alaska, you're looking at about $1,000 a day for a nice lodge by the time you're all in. $2,100 plus airfare, a couple hundred dollars in fees and, you know, maybe a couple drinks in the bar. But it's an unbelievable bargain. So please get in as soon as possible. We want to get it booked up and sold out as soon as we can. And uh, if you can just go to our website and... Um, just get in touch with me, or you can just email me. My name is John. Just email john at fishtalkradio.com. But if you don't do this, then... You don't want either, to go to Alaska. Either that or you're just stupid. I don't, I don't mean to be rude, but I mean, that's... Who wouldn't want to do that? You know, people that wouldn't think they wanted to go, they go, shoot, I can do that. Anyway, uh, Frank uh, Burr at Snowbee, we have a deal. Snowbee has quality, high quality, at probably the lowest prices you're going to find in the fly fishing industry. But tell us about what you got going on, Frank, with your special uh, special deal for our listeners. Well, we're running a special for uh, your listeners at uh, Fish Talk Radio. Everything that we uh, have available online, we're giving a 20% off discount to Fish Talk Radio listeners using the code FISHTALK with no space. It's made in one word, and uh, you can get 20% off of everything that we carry. And if they buy a uh, fly rod or fly rod combo, I think we know somebody that can send us some flies. Absolutely. Frank, is that all right? That would be Frank Selby. Yeah, it would be. All right. No, just, Thank you guys for yeah, volunteering. Man. Yeah, just, just, go on, just go online. And it is uh, 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 fishtalkradio.com. The website is fishhunttalkradio.com. 